And welcome to this week's episode of the Three Man Booth Podcast. I am your host, Hunter McGoy, joined once again by the hardest working man in all of podcasting, Mr. Adam Howell. Adam, how are you doing today? Cold, but I'm doing all right, HD. We're back after our little after our little hiatus. We're back. Let's say we're back. That's actually going to be the episode title. We're back. Ask <laughs> um, you give us a follow on Twitter at Three MB Podcast. Give Adam a follow on Twitter at Adam Howell Three MB. And follow us on the Instagram at 3MBPod. I saw we just um, reached over 100 followers, so I appreciate that, everybody. Very nice. We don't have a lot of uh, friends, so it's nice. <laughs> I, I don't want friends, so it's all good that way. <laughs> I'm the only, I'm one of his only friends, guys, and he barely wants me. <laughs> uh, so, Adam, yes, how, excited, sir. how excited are you that MLS Season 25 starts today? Um, you know, go crew, I think. I couldn't name you one crew player in the history of time, but all I lied, Frankie Hedrick from back in the day. But uh, how excited are you, HD? I am stoked. This is where ESPN Plus becomes the best thing on the planet Earth, as they'll show every game. Who are they ever. playing today? So, Who's the crew playing today? Uh, crew don't play until tomorrow, and then they play um, NYC FC. Are you good? Is this the year you take me to a crew game? That's when it question. warms up, I'm not going to sit okay. out in the fucking cold because I'm tired of the cold. <laughs> yeah, I've never, I've never been. So I'll watch just then, for you because you watch tennis for me. I'll watch it for you. Well, speaking of that, Adam. So, Adam, how excited are you that Sinclair Broadcasting is a bunch of greedy Fox and YouTube TV won't have Fox Sports Ohio or Sports Time Ohio after today? I know. I uh, I have a hate tweet. Ready to send. I haven't sent it yet, though. So <laughs> it better go to Sinclair Broadcasting and not YouTube TV because it's not YouTube no, TV. So I, I did say I did Sinclair. I read that article this morning and I was kind of like, "What? What the fuck?" <laughs> I rely so much on YouTube TV. It's a great service. It's incredible. And now we're getting fucked from FS1, which has a lot, a lot, a lot of sports things. No, it's only. It's only. No, it's not FS1. Uh, we'll start FS1 Sports F- Ohio. Okay. Right. So we're going to lose Blue Jackets, Indians, Cavs, Reds. That's going to piss a lot of people off. Cavs yeah. suck this year, so I'm not too worried about that part. But Indians and Reds, that's, I'm an MLB guy. That's a real bummer. Yeah. Uh, so How much money are they going to lose off that, you think? <laughs> Sinclair, they're, they're fucking billionaires. They don't care. Yeah, but I mean, but like, um, Fubo TV stopped negotiating with them because they're a bunch of dicks. Uh, Sling TV, which has been around forever, stopped negotiating with them because they're a bunch of fucks. Um, Was Sinclair so in the wrestling business for a minute? They sound so familiar. Yeah, no, they own Ring of Honor. That's what it was. Do they still do or no? No, absolutely. Yeah, they absolutely do. It's okay. yeah. It's free programming for their 900 TV stations. Um, so, 
they can just, I mean, they'll, they'll own Ring of Honor for as long as they want because, again, it's free programming for their TV stations. And possibly run it to the ground. It's pretty close. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Um, you know, when, when you know, I got the chat with Bruiser, um, and I don't know, it feels like things are taking a turn for the better. You know, after and I'm glad because I like Ring of Honor. We both are Ring of Honor mm-hmm. fans, but it's for a while there, it was a shit show. <laughs> Yep. Uh, as always, I ask that you give our friends at the Ohio Wrestling Alliance a follow on Twitter and Instagram uh, at Ohio Wrestling A1. Uh, again, next show announced will be Saturday, June 13th, uh, Fight for Pride, um, Edwards Building in Hilliard. Can't, can't wait. Stoked for that, as always. I will continue to plug at Indie Wrestling IWTV Live. Um, sign up using the code unsanctioned. Get yourself five free days. And if you do it today, while Adam and I are recording this message, or this podcast, I should say, in a little bit, Black Label Pro is putting on a dope, dope, dope show. Two o'clock Eastern Time. Hopefully I'll have the show posted well before then. Go watch it. There's nothing but bangers on that show from from start to finish. I love how I did it before Revolution, too. That's brilliant. Yeah, no, they, they're... They're um, Black Lab Pro for those who aren't following it. Just they're smart, smart people, and uh, they they've done this before, um, where they'll do a show in the afternoon, um, so you can watch a quote unquote big company uh, later in the evening. Uh, as you give our friends at Unsanctioned Pro a follow um, at Unsanctioned Pro on Twitter, I believe that's what they are on Instagram as well. Uh, coming up on March twenty eighth. Uh, Unsanctioned Pro has a death wish. Can banger after banger on this show so far that's been announced. Um, they're going to announce a few more matches, but it won't be until the date of the show. And for people who are like poster geeks like me, who buy posters and then never hang them up, the poster for this show is fucking sick. Can't wait to go to the show and have it be sold out so I can't buy one. And then I'll just have to beg Derek for one somehow. <laughs> I want to get one so everyone can sign it. You know me, I'm an autograph freak. So. Yeah, man, but like that's going to be what twenty bucks for the poster, ten bucks for each autograph. That gets real expensive unless they're just good dudes. Like I, I mean, know, Aaron, crew and, I uh, hope to God Aaron's. I could say so. crew and Aaron would be okay with us. Um, <laughs> yeah, the rest of ones I'm not so sure. Um, I was looking to pay thirty bucks for a Killer Cross autograph for my last poster, and he signed that shit for free, and no, then my wife true. ripped it. So. <laughs> No, no remorse for that whatsoever. <laughs> so Adam and I are quickly going to recap um, uh, NXT TakeOver Portland. Um, of course, talk about Revolution happening later on tonight. And then I guess we have to talk about some things from... Oh my God. Yeah. And then we're going to end with fun stuff, though. We're going to end with fun stuff. Yeah, we're going to go back and just do our, you know, our, our, I don't even know what to call it, but. Name a wrestler, hate it or love it. Something like yeah, I have to think <laughs> of something for, something, something better. We'll just steal a yeah. Stephen A. Smith title or something next time. Yeah. I know. Uh, so, TakeOver Portland opened up with Keith Lee defeating Dominic Dijakovic. Um it, Loved it. The, yep, these two guys are always good. You're you're never gonna get a bad match, but boy, oh boy, did this feel longer than twenty minutes for some reason? 
Yeah. Um, but, uh, again, can't complain with the match, you know. If, if, you know, you the know, spot with they, the flip onto the office chair and Keith Lee catching on was pretty incredible. <laughs> for, as big was... As, for as big as Donovan is, like, that's impressive. Yeah. Uh, next up was a street fight where uh, Dakota Kai defeated Tegan Knox with a little assistance from, I believe they're calling her now, Raquel Gonzalez. Um, so that was interesting. Um, happy to see my girl Dakota get a W. Um, Why does she get a bodyguard? It, that was stupid. I'm sorry. I don't care. I don't care if it was shady as sh- No, I don't care. It's shady table didn't shit. break. Who cares? The table, the table didn't break, man. Come on. How do you fuck that up? Well... Use a door. Have, Use a door. Well, but when you have, you know, and and I'm not. This is not me body shaming anybody. But when you have two women who aren't even a hundred pounds each, probably, um, it's going to be hard to to but break. But the girl shit. who you know, slammed through the table was seven feet tall. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I I'm trying to I try not to call her Reina, but um, call Raquel. her tall person. <laughs> No, I mean, Raquel's thick, but again, I mean, again, what Tegan Knox can't be but 110, 120 pounds. And like, I mean, we've seen Sasha Banks jump off something and not break a table. So I can't be too mad. God, um, Sasha Banks. God. <sighs> uh, next up was Finn Balor defeating Johnny Gargano and <laughs> Finn went. I'm going to say Finn wins. Good enough. That's all we need to talk about. So uh, see, I was so looking forward to that. I'm sorry to cut you off. I was so looking forward to that because I'm like, oh, Finn's remotivated. Gargano always shows up on takeovers because he does. That match sucked from start yeah. to finish. It was just there. Yeah. Um, I took a pee during that thing. I never do that. Yeah, that was a little, that was a little depressing. I, I have to yeah. agree there. Uh, next up was the NXT Women's Championship, and I was quite presently surprised to see a clean finish here as Rhea Ripley retains, defeating Bianca Belair. Um, and then right after that, Charlotte comes out and accepts the challenge, so that match is now official for oh, WrestleMania. Boy. Oh, boy. Hey, the fact that it's one-on-one right now and it's still leaning towards one-on-one, I'm, I'm good with I don't need any extra shit added to that. Dude, Ray Ripley better win. That's all I know. I'm hoping so, because Triple H will, you know, probably be able to book that match. So hopefully he does the right thing and Rhea wins. And again, you continue to make a star at that point. Which then my concern is that she's going to be off NXT and on to Raw or SmackDown, which will just be depressing as fuck. Mm Mm-hmm. Next up was the NXT Tag Team Championships. The Broserweights defeat Undisputed Era to become the new Tag Team Champions. My favorite match of the night. I, I, I think I agree with you there. Um, my only critique on this one is there's, like we know, Riddle and Don are a new tag team. but They just play the f- angle of, oh, they hit each other. Oh, they hit each other again way too much. They're going to break up. <laughs> I mean, right, that's eventually what's going to happen. We know it's going to happen, but Jesus, like, you don't have to do it every single solitary match. Which, hey, yeah. we'll, we'll get to that later when I talk about Kenny Omega and Adam Page. <laughs> and in the main event for the NXT Championship, Adam Cole retains defeating Tommaso Ciampa 
via all kinds of shenanigans from the Undisputed Era, which I'm good with, via anything from uh, uh, Johnny Gargano interfering. I don't care. Adam McCall retains. That's all I care about. Move on. How much fish can a Bobby Fish fish if a fish could fry fish? Did I say that right? No. How much fish could Bobby Fish fry if Bobby Bobby Fish could fry fish? Okay, I missed I missed one Bobby Fish. Okay, so (laughs) the fact the fact that the the fact that um, high as all get out, um, Matt Riddle can do that without fucking pausing is fantastic. Yeah, for a guy who's very four twenty, a little spacey sometimes. That was impressive. The whole crowd was doing it. Uh, as I said, uh, later tonight, uh, we're going to have AEW Revolution. Uh, again, quickly just go through this so Adam and I get to the stuff that makes us angry because it's more fun when we're angry and shit. Um, I'm going to go over just the, the matches that I think are on the main show. I know there's a few that were announced for the for the buy-in, and I don't care. Um, but we're going to get our first Orange Cassidy match as he's going to take on <laughs> Pac. What? Why? Which, Why? Which God. is going to be outstanding because, you know, you're going to get the Orange Cassidy shit, and that's what we all love, and that's what we're all You're going to have him get murdered by Pac, Pac at the end. Right, but then that's like the other part is like, how quickly does Pac tire of the shit and just murder Orange Cassidy? Um, oh, my God. Obviously taking Pac to win here, but... um. You know what? Fuck it. I'll take it, Orange Cassidy. I can't believe I I just said that. I can't believe I just said that. (laughs) I'm taking it. Freshly squeezed. Dustin Rhodes and taking on in his first official AEW match, I believe, one Mr. Jake Hager. Let me take this one. It's going to last about 40 seconds, and Hager's going to just murder him. Uh, I'm in the same boat. I'm taking Hager as well. I don't know if it's going to last 40 seconds, but boy, with that, I mean, they'll give Dustin. That was a, that was sarcasm, but they'll give Dustin a little offense. But you're making Hager this monster for Jericho bodyguard Diesel thing. Let him just—he's got to just smash through people. You know, let him be that Lucha Underground J.K. or the, the Savage, or whatever the F they called him. Let him be that guy. Still don't talk. Um, don't need to cut a promo. But just break an ankle. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm taking Hager to win here, but what are the odds in your book that Dustin actually gets the win and then all of a sudden ends up eating a boot and a choke slam and a claw? Everybody dies claw from uh, uh, one Mr. Lance Archer. <sighs> I don't or, hate it. I, I don't hate it. Or Luke Harper. I was going to say maybe Luke Harper, but no, we got March eighth, sir. March eighth. It's because that, that was ninety days are up. Yep. Okay. I mean, would Archie interfere in that one, or like because he has issue with Mox? Maybe in the main event with Mox. Oh crap! That, I didn't even think about that, man. That's that's. That's fun fantasy booking right there, sir. Because I'm just thinking, I don't think Arsh needs to be a part of the inner circle because Jericho already has a monster. Right. But I'm just saying, like, him and Mox have had, what, two or three matches in Japan? One with a death match? That's a death match. Mm-hmm. Like, 
if you're tying in that twist, it could be that's why Moxley may not win tonight is Archer interferes. But, hey, what do I know? I don't run the shit. Just Adam booking. I don't know. I may be on board with that. Um, I mean, spoiler, I have Moxley winning tonight, but um, I may be down with that, and that's how he, he loses could, the he title. Could, he, and... could inter- he could interfere after that, let Moxley win. That sets up your next feud. Let Jericho go work on his Fozzie album for a few weeks. And there you go. Hmm. I don't know. I may be down with that, Adam. Man. I'm not going to change my pick. I'm still taking Moxley to win, but... You can still do... I'm, I mean, I'm probably there. I don't know yet. We haven't got to that part. I'm still thinking. <laughs> All right. Um, and one I'm looking forward to, and I really don't know why, but Darby Allen taking on Sammy Guevara. Because they're going to just... break each other's heads. I'm just, man, I don't know why I'm looking forward to this match so much. I mean, I know I know I've uh, really embraced Darby Allen, but I, I you know, I, I wouldn't say I'm a Sammy fan, but boy, oh boy, am I looking forward to this one. I'm, I'm obviously going to take Darby to win. Um, but, um, um, I think I'm going to take Sammy just because even maybe Santana Ortiz show up or something's going to, there's going to be some shenanigans. Because you gotta set up the match beyond for the next big pay per view. <laughs> but hey, that's later. That's later. Maybe I don't know. Um, and, and probably the match of the night for most people. But I'm putting it here on this in our rundown. MJF taking on Cody. How and... much bullshit is gonna happen before the match actually starts? How much heel chicken shit stuff is MJF gonna do before the match starts? Under oh, over uh, five minutes, a, ten. A, a fucking ton. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm gonna take MJF to win here, just to so they can stretch this out because this has been. MJF uh, needs to win this match. Yeah, and and um, I, I fully admit I'm stealing this from somebody, but I saw them say this has been the best built feud in America in a very long time, and I absolutely agree. Um, and I think it, you know, since it's still as hot as it is, keep it going. Cause you still and, got um, war. You still got war though. I think that's how you say his name correctly. Right. Uh, obviously he's going to play a factor. He'll take out Arn Anderson mm-hmm. or something. You yeah. Know, he, I'm going to say he can easily take out Arn Anderson. Yes. Cause I think, is there, okay. I think we talked about this before. Revolution is not their big pay-per-view, correct? They're going to go with All Out as their next as their big one. I well, of assume. course, Cody comes out earlier this week and says, "Hey, Revolution could be our Wrestle- our version of WrestleMania." Well, shit. Which, that okay. changes my right, theory you, then. <laughs> well, no. To me, that's that's just bullshit. You say just to pop up the the pay-per-view. I'm just thinking like, like it's, All Out was their biggest it's crowd. Always going to be yeah yeah all all in all out whatever they're going to call it. Um, that's always going to be their gonna big be show. In what? That's probably going to be in May. I think no, that's August. That'll be August again. August. No, September or Labor Day weekend. Well, can they stretch these feuds out that long to be like, hey, Cody and MJF can have a blow up maybe in a cage or an I quit match at Oh no, there should be no, there'll be five months away. No, double or nothing, man, in May, whatever. Oh yeah, that's true. I meant another big one. That's their second big show. That could be their SummerSlam for God's sakes. Right. I'm thinking you need something like a build off of, like if say Moxley loses, whoever loses, you got to have that free match, make people want to pay more to see it, especially Cody and JF. I'm taking NJF as well. And in a match that's going to depress me because we know my girl's not winning, 
for the AEW Women's Championship, Nyla Rose will defend against Chris Statlander. And being a big Statlander stan, a Stanlander, I would love to see her win. I just know it's not going to happen. It's not happening. Yeah. So Nyla retains, and I just shed a tear, and then we wait for Hikaru Shida to eventually defeat Nyla Rose. But, oh well. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Next up on my list, uh, the AEW World Tag Team Championships on the line as... Adam Page and Kenny Omega will defend against the Young Bucks. I have I have a booking for this already. Um, I'm going to take the Bucks to win you. here. Um, I don't think they I don't think we get quite get the blow off of the tag team of Omega and Page or one of them turning heel, the Bucks turning heel, whatever. Um, it's going to be Kenny. I'm telling you, it's going to they're going to throw a swerve, and it's going to be Kenny. I mean, which would make sense, but I mean, I I don't know. I seem I feel like I, Omega should play next up for Jericho after Moxley, if Jericho retains. Um, so I, I I don't know. I mean I I mean how, what it, it's been not even a month old, and I'm, I'm and I'm already fucking tired of Omega and Page not being on the same page. No pun intended. Well, you're gonna see that shit ton tonight. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I think the Bucks win, um, and I'm fine with it. I don't care if they're eight, you know, executive vice presidents and they win. Who cares? I, it, it, that's irrelevant. You know, they they seem to have have this fear of not putting the titles on on the elite guys when we went into All In, absolutely knowing who's going to win every single match because they're all the elite guys and they're running the show, and it was okay. You still sold eleven thousand tickets. With everybody knowing what's going to happen, and I would say, you know, what, eight out of the ten matches, I think, were easily, you know, decipherable. Um, so, Bucks win and, and run with the titles, and that's fine. Um, I just, um, Adam Page is just, Adam Page is a fucking star, and all this will do, I think, will just eventually just continue to elevate him, um, and maybe he would be next if Jericho retains. Who knows? Um, and in the main event, or what I, well, I don't think it'll be the main event. I think MJF and Cody will go on last, but, um, for the AEW championship, uh, Chris Jericho, John Moxley, I already mentioned, I've got Moxley winning and Adam, you had some theories. So Mike is yours. Yeah. I just think, you know, brought the Archer thing. If you watch new Japan, I mean, those guys battled all summer, late summer, whatever. Um, I just think that if you're going to have Archer debut, he's a big name, at least in the Japanese world. He didn't have the greatest run here in the U.S., but uh, I just think you don't have him interfere in that Dustin match. you got to have him interfere with Moxley. Let him chokeslam both of them. That's all I care. Like It's got to be big because it's a big signing for them. Um, I just think you got history with Mox. Let Mox win the strap. Let Jericho take a little time off or just be the mouthpiece for the inner circle for a little bit. And there's your feud from Moxley Archer for the belt, which would be some banger matches here in the States. But I'll pick a Moxley. I could be wrong. We could be totally wrong in all of this. We're just guessing. We're not, we don't work for Tony Khan. But you could see Jeff Cobb show up tonight. You know, there could be a lot. Of, I think 
there's going to be some surprises tonight, I hope. But that's just my fantasy booking. Uh, all I hope for is just a good show. Um, so far, all their pay-per-views have been good. You know, they're batting a 1,000 on pay-per-views. Um, so hopefully it just it, it continues to work out. Mm-hmm. And now we hit the fun part of the show, and fun is pure sarcasm. I suffered so you, the listeners, don't have to, and I watched Super Showdown. <laughs> and boy, oh boy, do I regret every single solitary minute of watching that show. Um, the only real two takeaways, um, Brock Lesnar defeats Ricochet in 90 seconds. And, <laughs> and, and I mean, we, we all knew that the whole Ricochet run was to just be a sacrificial lamb in this match, and you had hoped he would get some sort of offense in and maybe they would drag it out and make it, I don't know, a four minute match with, um, you know, Lesnar, but we didn't get that. Um, so we're, we are now officially locked in to McIntyre Lesnar, which we knew was going to happen anyway. And in a match that may have actually been worse than his undertaker match, Goldberg defeats the fiend after, I don't know, 10 spears and one really, really, really pathetic-looking jackhammer. Uh, this match clocked in at a whopping three minutes, so you, your two main titles, both matches combined for less than five minutes of action. May I, may I step in? Oh, uh, the floor is absolutely yours now, sir. <laughs> Congratulations, Vinny. You just fucking killed Bray Wyatt again. Um, you literally have had the best character in how long? When's the last time we had a good character besides The Fiend? Like a true good character. It's been years, you could say, right? Years? Yeah. Um, and you have him lose to a man who is 54? 53-year-old Bill Goldberg? Yeah, 53, 54. Who can't lift a guy over his head? A guy who embarrassed you once in Saudi Arabia in your main event or co-main, whatever it was, and now you're gonna do it again. But hey, guess what? He gets to headline WrestleMania now. So now we have two world champions on each brand who we're not gonna see again until closer to WrestleMania because that's what they do. They don't they don't fight on our main shows. God, why the fuck would they ever do that? You really think Bill Goldberg is going to defend the belt on SmackDown or wrestle on SmackDown? No. Do we really see Brock Lesnar having any tune-up matches until Drew McIntyre? Probably not. But hey, these are the faces of our company. Yes, Bray Wyatt and The Fiend did not wrestle every week on the show, but he was there, and he made some kind of appearance. I shit all over this, man. Choose my language. I do not agree with this. Me and the millions and millions of Twitter followers that are out there that follow wrestling WWE hated it too. You had an over character who people wanted to see attack and make change to is now ruined. Is going to get stuck fighting fucking John Cena at WrestleMania. Bravo, 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 bravo. 
floor is yours, HD. I'm actually going totally counter opposite of you. Do I hate do I hate the result? Yeah. It's fucking stupid. But yes, the the fiend is is easily one of the most over characters that they've had in quite some time. Who's over right now on TV? On proper Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Since The Fiend has come about and and been easily the most over guy on the roster, the only person more over on the entire WWE roster is Becky Lynch. I can agree with that. So, (laughs) with that being said, since he's been the Fiend character, his matches have fucking sucked whale testicles. Is that he, on him, though? Or is it the people he's with? Like, who's that on? Is that on everybody? Or is that the booking? Or what? Okay, he's wrestling Finn Balor, right? Would that that match Balor? was good. He just, he just beat the fuck out of him. Okay, but Finn Balor in, in WWE, top ten wrestler, yes? It's, is, hang on, though. Is, is Bray Wyatt going to Vince McMahon saying, hey, I want to use this mallet in Hell in a Cell? Or okay, the fucking just, writing, uh, okay, the writing just, team. Just, just answer the question, please, sir. Is what? Finn Balor Finn Bal- a top ten wrestler in WWE? Sure. Is Daniel Bryan a top ten wrestler in WWE? Five years ago, yes. Right now, I don't know. Is Seth Rollins a top ten wrestler in WWE? Debatable, but probably. Okay. So lately, in, in my lately, eyes, no, no. <laughs> okay, but in in my eyes, you've put him against yeah. Daniel Bryan. You've put him it's against. It's not the Finn fact Balor. that it's the oh. fact that it's the character getting shit on is what I'm saying. Bray Wyatt okay, has but not had a if great you match having, in five years. I know <laughs> WWE doesn't care about match quality, but if you've had him take on three guys, fuck the Miz because the Miz is just average. Miz is just a guy. He's a fucking jag. Good for him making a lifelong career out of being a jag, but he's just a fucking guy. But you had the fiend go against three. Has in, Becky in Lynch WWE. had good matches lately? Has Becky Lynch had good matches lately? Yes. Okay, that's debatable. But she's still over. You, like her, all her matches, dude. both of her matches against Oscar were good. You don't tell me they weren't. You're full of shit if you're saying they're not. You're just you're being contrarian just to be contrarian, and that's my role. Um, but I'm I know just, we I'm, don't ever agree on anything. We're dear friends. I'm, we don't agree on anything. I'm just saying <sighs> that since he, yes, best character, but in ring where all this shit's being told and laid out, he's so, fucking sucked. Okay, so if and, I told and that's you, coming from a guy I'm gonna who's call, a I'm going to call fan. Trish Stratus to come beat Becky Lynch, or I'm going to call Molly fucking Holly, or somebody like that to come beat Becky Lynch for the belt, and you're going to say what? You're going to shit all over it, right? I'm going to say that at, at WrestleMania, you're now going to have a pseudo-passing of the torch. Spear oh versus spear battle. Roman Reigns defeating Goldberg. That's going to be the worst match in WrestleMania history. Okay. No, it's it's not going to be worse than Reigns versus Undertaker. It's going to be right up there. Dude, if he can't get the Fiend up, how is he going to get Roman Reigns up in a jackhammer or even a Because he's game? not. He's not. That's the whole point. He's not. So you're going to have a legacy guy in the form of Goldberg, who people love, dropping the title to Roman Reigns. You're, you're, I love Goldberg you're, when I was you're, seven, 1998. 
Okay, but you're you're not putting a nostalgia act over your main champion now. So good. You're 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 using your nostalgia pop, you're using your attitude era, you're using your ruthless aggression era, and you're using that to continue to elevate Roman Reigns. I'm to do what? To get booed out of the fucking building again? I, I don't care. You're elevating a rest- current star. You should care though. How many WrestleManias has he closed out the last six years? Three out of six? That, four I out of six? I think it's four. I think it's four. Okay. And I don't care. I don't care. He's well, going to go good over. WrestleMania. WrestleMania is their big show. We should care. We don't, though. But we because, probably fucking should. Because the WWE five doesn't hours care. And we're going to piss all over it the next week. Right, because WWE doesn't care. We don't care. I, and, I, and trust me, I don't care. And I'm okay with that. This, this is not for fucking me. This is for mainstream audience, which there is no mainstream audience, but whatever. So you're going to use, again, the Nostalgia Act, the Hall of Famer, to put over Roman Reigns. Good. You're not fucking burying current talent to let an old guy go over. Cena versus Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania? Cena's going to do the right thing and fucking lay down. So Rome, or Bray Wyatt gets all, to me, he gets everything back. You defeat a 16-time world champion. You defeat a Hall of Famer in a clean fucking match. How, how's that bad? Are you asking or is that a rhetorical question? I'm asking you, how is that bad that Bray Wyatt would defeat John Cena you're gonna in a clean the, match? Because you're going to have your most over guy in the middle of the card. Because you know he's not going to go above Taker and AJ. No fucking way. It's probably going to even probably open WrestleMania. Like, why are you okay with that? I shit on John Cena all the time. John Cena's going to come in and fight The Fiend? For what? What is, what's the story going to be? Oh, my God. Because John it's... Cena returns this Friday? And then Bray Wyatt's going to beat him? And he's going to turn into a heel, which he should have done eight years ago? No. Because it's, it is a guy who is still, despite being retired, still arguably the face of WWE. And yes, if no? John Cena beats The Fiend, how are you going to feel? It's not going to happen. But um, I, rhetorical I'm just asking, what if he does? Then everybody who's whining on the internet has more ammo to whine on the internet. And then what if Cobra beats Roman Reigns? That, that's not if. happening either. Of, okay, there's a lot of... I can say what if, though. You can say what if. I, you, you want to speculate on that all you want? More power to you, brother. Go right ahead. I'm locked in on the fact that Roman Reigns is going to beat Goldberg 100%. I don't have any money to bet on it, but if I had money to bet on it, I'd bet everything I have that Roman Reigns beats Goldberg. I would bet everything I have. Congratulations, WWE. That's going to be your main event of WrestleMania. I would bet everything I have that Bray Wyatt defeats John Cena. And then what? He fights Roman? And maybe that's the post-Mania feud for Roman? Sure. And when he loses that, okay, whatever. We like. Do you expect The Fiend to beat Roman ever? No. Nope. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I hate the result of the match, but I, I I'm, I'm trying to. I'm allowed see the... to hate it, dude. Like, right? It's, it's fucking bullshit. But I'm, I'm trying to see the bigger picture, and after him, a the five-hour like, WrestleMania, you're gonna barely, barely stay awake for. Like all. Oh no! I'll be asleep picture. long. I'll be asleep long before WrestleMania is over, dude. I'm not even worried about that. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, yeah. Again, watching <laughs> Super Sh- Super Showdown did it suck? Of course, but but I I don't care about WWE proper, so no, it it doesn't bother me nearly as much as it bothers other people apparently. You know, whatever, man. That's all I can say. It's not my show. I don't work there. So <laughs> that's right. It's not. I don't work there. I don't want to work there unless I get to go to Orlando because um, I'm tired of fucking Ohio. But hey, that's a, that's a whole other that's a whole other story. I am taking a break. Though I told you on the phone the other day, I'm not. I'm taking a break from proper for a little bit just because I can't fucking take it anymore. So hey. I'll I'll watch around WrestleMania. I'll watch NXT because I love NXT, but other shit can kiss my ass right now. So you can watch all you want. You can fill me in, but there's no point. Oh, I'm no, gonna waste sir. three hours of Raw for. <laughs> no, that's why. That's why I watch on Hulu for ninety minutes. Yep. Don't waste my time. Alrighty. Um, now let's try to have some fun and cheer Adam up. Hey, Taker came back, guys. You gonna go watch AJ at Mania? Okay, that happened too. Don't forget that. Oh my god, dude! How bad was that choke? I mean, oh Jesus! Like, okay. I get why they I, put AJ with Taker because, like, if anyone's gonna make Taker look good for five minutes, it's AJ Styles. Like, <laughs> problem is, but, it's about to be AJ going like, what? He's gonna be what one for four at Mania now? <laughs> but like, to me, like this one actually, I, I laugh at it, but it's perfect because the referee says. If the wrestler is not in the ring by the 10 count, AJ Styles will be crowned, you know, the winner. Do you think Undertaker... It was a 20 count. (laughs) No, it was a fucking 20,000 count before the Undertaker actually made it to the ring. So that's, you know, that's AJ's built-in excuse for the match. And and again, AJ will do the right thing and he'll fucking lay down for Undertaker WrestleMania and, and it'll be okay. It'll be a terrible match because Undertaker doesn't need to be wrestling anymore. And... It's that same thing that you did. It's that pop. It's that, what did you call it, nostalgia pop? Yes, the nostalgia pop, like, right. Yeah, that's what it is. You're going to put that co-main and AJ's going to get, I think it's probably going to be five minutes or longer, we're in trouble. But that rare thing that Taker might actually be able to move that day, you might get five good minutes out of him. Maybe, so, maybe. Like in that tag, like that tag match you did with Roman against whatever it was Shane and Drew or Shane and Corbin, whoever, whoever it was. Like we just had to do limited work. He looked great, but yet again, you're putting him in with AJ Styles, arguably, I'm going to say a top three wrestler in the company. Would you agree with that part? Top five, maybe. That he's got to go work with Taker, and his job is just going to be, hey man, sell everything like a million bucks. That's all it's going to be. <laughs> okay, so would you... I have a theory here. Would you be opposed to, I don't know, Undertaker and Aleister Black taking on AJ Styles in the OC in a handicap match? No, because you put Aleister Black, who in my opinion is the number one wrestler in the company, um, in there to do the, the, the hard work to make the hot tag to Taker. Big boot, big boot, choke slam, choke slam, tombstone. It's over. I mean, that, that sounds better on paper than AJ versus Taker solo. But yet again, that's just fantasy booking, I would imagine. But 
if it's not abundantly clear that you need to hide the Undertaker as much as possible, it, it that choke slam that he attempted to do should tell you that you need to hide the Undertaker as much as possible. Or could they do the Brothers of Destruction versus the OC? Kane moves a little bit better than Taker does. Not a lot, but a little bit better. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. Does, does Glenn Jacobs want to wrestle anymore? I don't know if he really wants to. If he says, hey, can my paycheck get donated to my campaign at Knox County? I think he would for <laughs> one night. Please. With how much money Vince, Vince McMahon donated to a, a certain person, yeah, he'd probably do that for Glenn Jacobs. Just say, just say his name. He donated to the Trump campaign. Yeah, we're healed for saying that. Oh, fucking well. Like, sorry, to, guys. To, to, get, to get a gig for his wife who yep. left the fucking gig, which was fantastic. Just brilliant. Yeah. Vince, I, Here we are so on CNN, folks. So I know, like, Vince McMahon is probably fucking thrown in $50 million to his wife's political career, and she got a job for fucking a year. Like, Does she get fired or does she quit? She left. Why? I don't even, I don't even know that. <laughs> I'm just, I just laugh. I'm like, man, that dude spent so much money on his she wife's lost political two, career. She lost two Cron- Congress campaigns, right? Or Senate? Right. I think it was Senate. Yep. yep. Yeah. And then d- donated lots of money to, to Cheeto and um, <laughs> just, just to get his wife a gig. And she fucking... She fucking leaves it. Like, fucking I'm just like, you called him fucking Cheeto. I'm sorry. I'm still fat. So, um, like, I laugh at the fact that dude has just spent that much money to try to get his wife into politics and yeah. still can't get her into politics. Like, yeah, I think you I could mean, buy a Senate chair for $10 million. Um, That was mean. I shouldn't have said that, but it's true. You think you should be able to, but he can't. Like, how, what's, how the fuck is that? Like, I'm, just, I'm flabbergasted by that. There's not, a more corrupt, there's not a more corrupt business than politics, my friend. Right. So him <laughs> losing, you know, three hundred million dollars on the XFL for a year or two. To me, that's that's actually your your that's smart money being thrown away. Have you uh, watched like any throwing... of that? Have you watched your Tampa Bay Vipers yet? I've watched every single game so far. I like it. I do. I'm a you know I'm a, I'm a diehard football guy. I don't hate it. The only thing, the only negative I have right now is just the quarterback play. The quarterback play has just been not yeah. good. Besides uh, P.J. Walker from Houston. Yeah. Come on, Cardale. Come on, damn it. Well, Cardale in his first two games looked great. And then yeah, last, last week game, looked Oh, my fucking, God. Yeah. Looked like me yeah. out there. Jesus. See, we're not just a wrestling podcast, folks. We talk about politics and football. All in the same And I'll tell everyone to watch Clone Wars Season 7 on uh, Disney+, Plus, which is the first two episodes have been dope. Is that a good show? I'm a Star Wars guy. You know I am. Is that good stuff? Clone Wars, man. Clone Wars. Is it kid-friendly? Kid oh, yeah. The, 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 your boy would love I think he would love it, yeah. Okay. Is the other one kid-friendly? Isn't there two? Uh, like Rebels? Animated one? Yes. That kid friendly. Rebels. Um. Yeah. No. I mean, they're they're both kid friendly. I mean, the, again, the 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 boy would love it. I would think if he if he liked yeah. the movie, he would love it. Oh, he loves the um, movies. Yeah. 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 He'll 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 be down. Check that out. Whatever gets whatever gets yeah. Power Rangers off my TV. <laughs> All right, Adam. Uh, let me yeah. ask you a question. 
Yeah. Tell me about Chris Jericho. Are you a fan? Oh, God, yes. Huge fan. Huge. My Cheeto voice there. Yes. Am I a fan? Absolutely. Favorite. What's the, I forget the order of this. Is the favorite fan, is it finish first? I forget uh, the no. question. First question is, are you a fan? Yes. Uh, your favorite move? I love that damn code breaker. I don't know why. I mean, I love Walter Jericho. It's a great move, but that code break is really nice. And that, the, I think he called it the lion salt back in the day. Mm-hmm. All good moves. I hate that. I uh, hate that spinning elbow, though. I hate that thing. <laughs> uh, favorite match? Oh, man. <sighs> I have two. I have two. I'm going to say Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho, ladder match from Rumble 2001 I believe is the show and then Jericho Omega at New Japan was it Wrestle Kingdom two years ago yeah Mm -hmm. two of the best matches he's got him and Omega ripped tore the house down on that show and a lot was that to do with Omega he helped him a lot in that match but like he put the referee and the the young boy Walter Jericho that's good stuff so the favorite promo next? Uh, no, favorite feud. Oh. That's hard. He's been in a lot. Yeah. I have two that are right in the front of my brain. Um, but I'll, I'll just say this is for I, you. Uh, so. can, I, can I go way back? Am I allowed to go 20 years? Uh, uh, the that's Demolin- mine. The Demolingo so feud. The Demolingo yep, feud. That, that, that is my number one for Jericho. With a list of a thousand and one holds, or a thousand Jer- and three, whatever it was. Yeah. Jericho had a thousand and four. He was That's than- what it was. <laughs> Armbar. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my other one is probably. Uh, I mean, his newer stuff's been re- like, the, the stuff with Kenny was great. I loved that whole thing, honestly. So if I want to go more current, the stuff with Moxley right now is pretty good. All right, favorite promo? Oh, a little bit of a bubbly. Come on, that's good stuff. When he won the AEW world title. All right, uh, dream match. Dude, he's wrestled fucking everybody. (laughs) Dream match. For me, probably... That's a... Yeah, this is hard, because he's been around forever. I'm struggling. I'm going to say Bret Hart, actually. Bret Hart. And the, what is my, this is my critical point right here. No, have, have you seen him live? Several times, yes. Uh, and yes, now your unpopular opinion. I'm going to be mean because I'm really cold still. Um, he needs, like, I'm in no shape to talk, but if I'm a wrestler, like, he's got to, He's got to hit the gym still. He's getting winded in these matches pretty easily. He's got to get back and get into better shape. I get that he's 50 or almost 50, but he's got to just get that cardio going. Is that too yeah. mean? Or is that? No. The, the, dad bod, the dad bod has definitely got to take a break, and he's got to get yeah. a little leaner. 
Like no. these guys in AEW are go 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 and young. Like he's got to be able to. <laughs> right, because you know, like you say, he's he's wrestled everybody. So like when I when I gave you this one, you know, I I obviously was trying to think of some of the ones for myself, mm-hmm. and like the one that I think I would love to see, but it would probably just be terrible because Jericho being whatever forty eight, but the youngest mm-hmm. champion in AEW history. Um, I I would love to see Phoenix go against Jericho. You know, I had that. I had him and Penta both in my head, but yeah, I just think it'd be like Penta want to go. I mean, Phoenix would be like, "Yeah, let's do this and this and fly." And Jericho's like, "Yeah, I can't do that." <laughs> but that could. I mean, Darby Ooh. Allen and him had a good banger there a couple months ago. Maybe yep. Phoenix. Maybe. I got one for you. Can I ask you one? Sure. Tell me about Ted DiBiase. Ooh, man. Ted DiBiase. Like, am I a fan? Um, yes. Um, I wanted to give you a Mid-South guy. No, I know that was your, yeah, that was your wheelhouse. Yeah, like, I'm, uh, man, I'm, I'm trying, yeah. Because I'm trying to think of favorite move, like, like the million dollar dream, you can't knock that. And not the loaded glove punch. See that? I mean, I mean, but there's, I mean, it's, I mean, I guess you could say that. Like, I mean, he, <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know what to call it, but like, yeah, there was just like he would do a, a I guess a fish drop is the only thing I could think of, and it's yeah. just, it's, it's just a it's pretty. A, Good looking move, right? And it just—it looks like it hurts. And I mean, Ted takes the most of the brunt because he's landing on his shoulder when he's doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but goodness, um, favorite match? Oh man! I mean, pick anything he did against the Junkyard Dog for the North American title. They were all. I was just... gonna say him. I would say him and Savage at Mania Four, but. You know, in the finals of the title. Uh, yeah, but there to me there was too much. It was just overbooked, and of course Hogan had to fucking be around, so that takes away from that match for me in a big, big way. From yeah. both guys. Um, favorite feud. Um, I mean, God, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's still got to be JYD, um, just because I mean that nineteen eighties just. I mean, they were selling molten, out, every, they molten, were selling out yeah, everywhere. Just molten hot arenas every time for those two dudes. Um, favorite promo? I mean, I don't know if promos or vignettes, but anytime you fucking made somebody do something for $100 and fucking sabotaged it, it's just all great. I mean, even a young Rob Van Dam. Let me say, uh, um, so any, I mean, any of, pick any of those, just. He's got the great despicable just the heel laugh. Up, just the vignettes leading up yep. to his debut was good too. At the pool, at the restaurant, all that in the limo, all good um, stuff. Dream match. Um, I'm gonna cheat because they I mean they did it, but I would have loved to have seen it on a much bigger stage. Um, mid '80s Ted DiBiase versus mid '80s Ric Flair. I just I mean that. That needed to Did be Rick Flair go to Mid South and do it? Did he wrestle in the Mid South? 
when Blair was doing the tour or whatever. See, and I was and I was trying to think about that, and I know on most of the shows that probably, I saw, right? Like, right, and I'm sure he did. I just I I, I never saw it live. Um, right, one of those live shows that right everywhere. Right, um, but I mean, Flair made Butch Reed look like a million bucks. Flair made JYD look like a million bucks. Terry Taylor look like a million bucks. Um, but man, would I have I loved to have seen that? Yeah, I would have loved to have seen that. Um, seen live, yes, many many times. Unpopular opinion. Um. Man, I don't know. I mean, better as a tag team wrestler than as a singles wrestler, because he and Dr. Death, Steve Williams, were just a fantastic fucking tag team. In Japan, right? No, Um, Mid-South. Why do I think they were in Japan for some reason? You're you're thinking of um, Dr. Death and Terry Gordy. Probably. Um, I mean, I liked him and IRS, dude, as a kid. Him and IRS were great, too. Yeah, see, so I, mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's that unpopular, but I, I mean, I don't have a scorching hot take, but better as a tag team wrestler than as a singles wrestler. And he was a great singles wrestler. But just yeah. better in tag teams. I can agree with that. I don't, yeah, I don't disagree. So, Adam, what I need you to do is spike your hair, dye it blonde, put on some face paint, pound your chest, and scream, wow, all the time. Tell me about Sting. I did that all the time as a kid. You could ask my mom. Um, Maya fan, absolutely. Sting is the greatest wrestler to come out of WCW. I know everyone's like, oh my god, it's Ric Flair. Ric Flair was Ric Flair before he went the fucking WCW, okay? I'm talking about born and bred, made in WCW. I know Sting was in Mid-South for a minute, but like, it's like Taker in WWF. I'm going to say, I should refer to it. He's the best character to come out of WCW. Is that more fair to say? I think, probably. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Best character to come out of WCW. Am I a fan? Yes. Favorite move? Everyone's like, oh my gosh, Scorpion Death Drop. So Scorpion Death Lock, no. Stinger Splash, Scorpion Death Drop, he brought in later on. This is best move. Um, am I on the favorite match now? God, I lost the order again. Yes, favorite match. Favorite match. Whoo. I'm going to say the strap match with Vader and the, I'm sorry, the White Castle of Doom strap match with Vader is always a classic. And my, one of my all time favorite hardcore matches was him and Cactus Jack at Beach Blast 92, where he literally did a hip toss off the stage on the concrete floor to Cactus Jack. Um, favorite, favorite, feud? favorite feud. <sighs> I mean, dude, the build-up with Hulk Hogan was great, and they shit all over it in the match. Uh, that feud was great, and Vader was really good. Um, and TNA, with he had some good stuff with Jeff Jarrett. And even with that stuff with Triple H was, wasn't bad in WWE. I mean, the build-up was good. The debut was good. Um, favorite, favorite promo. I'm getting now. Remember, I'm trying to remember. I'm just, I'm, I'm just yeah. trying to help I, you out. I, I know you don't have the notes in front of you. Yeah, I don't come prepared anymore. Favorite promo. Did you watch WCW in the mid-90s at all? I can't remember. Yeah, no, I was yeah. 
like I, no, I watched both shows. Like you know, again, I'm an old person, so um, I I will say I watched Raw live all the time, and I was on the VCR. Look up, yeah. look up at the history books, there, kids. VCRs were a thing. Um, I would record Nitro and then watch it after that. So yeah, on Monday nights I would be up to like one o'clock in the morning. The promo was in '96. I don't don't have the dates all to remember, but the pay per view was fall brought '96. They had NWO Sting, and then Sting never showed for Team WCW till the end, and beat up everybody and then left. And next night on Nitro, Sting comes out and says. You're now looking at a free agent. I've done everything I can for WCW. My blood, sweat, and tears, and blah, 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 blah. And all you've done is give me nothing back. And then he disappears for a year, and a la, we get the crow sting. Uh, sting, didn't, uh, sting didn't say a word for like a year after that, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> that is, uh, that's so far out of all your stu- sting stuff, that's the only one I have that's the same. That promo was just, that pro- promo was you know, he's, he's he's not a great promo, but that promo was fucking gold. What's your favorite feud? I want to hear your stuff real quick. Go back. Uh, sure. Am I a fan? Yeah. Um, actually, no, I agreed with your favorite move. Like the singer splash. Because, um, I mean, what? He was 250 pounds and he, and he moved it pretty hurt. agile. It would suck. <laughs> right. Um, favorite match was um, versus Ric Flair at the very first Clash of Champions. That 60-minute um, draw. Yeah. Yeah, put him on favorite the, put him on feud. The map. Um, favorite feud. Um, you said Hogan. I get. I mean, I guess that's probably right. I just the entire NWO. Um, just that whole yeah. thing that that year that year build up. Um, all of it. I just I, I appreciated uh, favorite promo. We're on the same page. I'm a free agent. Brilliant tag. Because he didn't speak for like a year. Like he did right. not talk at all. So props to him for embracing that character. What are we at? Dream match? Uh, yep, what's your dream match? Oh, I mean, it's gonna be the uh, dude. It's gotta be the obvious one, right? Like mid '90s Sting versus mid '90s Taker, probably would be incredible. Um, just because when those guys could both, I don't want to see it now. Everyone's like, make it happen now. No, don't make it happen now. Don't touch that now. <laughs> Um, and I have a, I got a sleeper one for you. I don't think they've ever wrestled before. I was going to say Liger, a young Liger and a young Sting. That's surprising, but I, just, I thought that would be really cool. All right. Have you seen him live? Yes. I Unfortunately, it was the Wolfpack Sting. <laughs> <laughs> it was Some him and Lex Sting. Yeah, it was him and Lex. I remember this to this day. It was him. And Lex Luger, where's Jim the Neidhart and one Neidhart and British Bulldog. Terrible match. But that night stands out to me. It was 1990, 98, early 98. It was at the old Vets Arena. I don't know if you've seen shows there before. But uh, they WCW had raised the lights too low. And the main event was Goldberg and Big Show, a.k.a. the Giant. So when Goldberg went to put him up for the jackhammer... Uh, Paul White, the giant, big show, smashed all the lights, and the lights went out in the main event awesome. of the show because they couldn't move the lights in time. So Paul White being seven feet tall-ish and then Goldberg being 6'5", <laughs> when you put all that height together, yeah, it was not good. The light, glass went everywhere. 
uh, Michael Capetto, whoever it was on the announcement said the show's over. Sorry, guys. Go home. <laughs> Lights went. When I say it went out, dude, the whole place went dark. So. Fantastic. And an unpopular opinion. It's got to be his promo skills, right? I mean, he's not a good promo. I don't know. That's, I think people, everyone knows that, though. Like, besides that, like, he's a good wrestler. I don't think anybody can shit on that. Um, yeah, I would have to say it's probably his, yeah, the the promos. I think what you touched on earlier. What would be what? your dream match for him, by the way? No, you're, I mean, you're right. Yeah, it's Taker. Um, did I see him live? Yes. Um, unpopular opinion. He's not good in the ring. He's 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 average. Yeah, he's not great. great. He's definitely not great. I said good. That, that was being that was being generous. I mean, he's not great <laughs> by any means. He had really good guys with him back then. Flair was a good example of making him look like right. a million bucks. Like the, <laughs> right. Like you know, Ric Flair once in a promo said. You know, this is this is not nineteen eighty five. I can't go out there with a broomstick and put on a five star anymore. Um but yeah, like he he got a borderline five star match out of Sting. Um a couple times. That so, and the clash so, and the bash. Right. So that shows you how like how good Ric Flair is and like like watch, you know, when they were feuding, you know, one of the nine hundred times they were feuding, like watch his <laughs> Sting versus Lex Luger match and tell me that was good. None of them were ever good, ever good. Mm-hmm. So I just Cactus Shack match just... was good because it was Cactus Shack putting them over really good. Right. Yeah. You want to do one more round before we wrap it up? Um. Yeah, we're almost right around the hour mark, I think. Uh, so why don't you give me one more, and then we'll 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 get out of here. Tell me about your boy Muda. Oh man! I thought boy, I'd save oh, the best boy. for last. No man, I still got like five other guys. I thought you were going to give me. Um, <laughs> I'm trying and, to make it difficult. <laughs> and 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 Muda wasn't one of them. Boy oh boy, um, am I a fan? Yes, absolutely. We're going to keep doing um, this every week. Try to get down your list. By the way, we're going to keep doing this. <laughs> well, and the best part about it is we we can keep adding guys to the list as you know on a weekly basis. The more indie shows um, we go to, too. <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, favorite move. Um, I, I I technically think it was called like a kickstand elbow, where he would do that 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 jumping elbow into the corner and just nail somebody with it. I love the spin uh, kick. I mean, because every everything he did was just so crisp, flawless. Um, yeah. Uh, Favorite match, man. Um, wow, man. I mean, I want to try to pick something from WCW, but I mean, his matches there were just okay. He got a was couple really good cool. ones with Flair there. Yeah, and, and I mean, he pulled out a few with Sting as well. Um, Man, favorite Thunder Dome cage match with Funkenham versus Flair and Sting. Classic. No, That's a classic right there. Yeah, um, I'm go to a Japan one then. People can. Well, no, I am. I am. Um, I'm. Um, all Japan match uh, early two thousand or maybe it was probably mid two thousand one ish. Um, 
Tenru versus Mudo. Um, just, uh, just, I mean, it, it's it's Tenru and Mudo. What else do you need to say? It was, it was great. Um, I mean, there's, you know, I could say the Mudo scale match, but no, that's not. I mean, that's, I I wouldn't say that was a great technically worked match. It was just, mm-hmm. it was just. I mean, it was whoa. That's a lot of blood. <laughs> um, favorite feud. Um, I mean, I guess Tenru, since they had so, you know, they had, you know, quite a few matches that were good. Um, favorite promo? He never spoke, so I can't really say. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Gary Hart was a great fucking mouthpiece for him, though. Love Gary Hart. Gary Hart. Right what was that group name? The Dragon, the, what was his group name? WCW, the Dragon, not the Dragon Army, was it? No. Texas. So what was the damn group that he had? <laughs> it was Ooh, like Muda. Hart? It, yeah, WCW. It was like Muda, Buzz Sawyer. Oh, what was that? I know. Group? Well, they had the, I mean, it was uh, the, the JTEX Corporation. That's which was, what it was. Yeah. You know, Dragon Master, Muda, yeah. Buzz Sawyer, and somebody Dick, else. Dick Slater, Terry Funk. Yeah. Um, so all those, yeah. That was a nice guys. run for Muda. It wasn't a terrible run for him. No, I mean it was it was sh- like it was shorter than I remember it being. Pretty sure um, like but, six months, right? But like, super memorable. Yeah. Um, dream match again, dude. Fucking feels like he wrestled everybody. I got um, one in my head. I got one. But if like I could see, you know, again in in, in his prime, Muda versus right now Kazuchika Okada. I knew you were going to go with that one. I knew it. Or, like, man. I was was going to say Prime AJ Styles versus Muda. And I I know... Or Kenny Omega. Well, I'm calling this one a prisoner of the moment, but, man, do I think, (laughs) again, in his Prime Muda versus, right now, Ray Phoenix. Boy, would that be super dope. You want me to Um, add Ray Phoenix to your list here for next week? (laughs) (laughs) Um, seen him live. Unfortunately, no. Like that. That's that's. He doesn't come man, here often anymore, guys. <laughs> no. Even um, back then, he rarely did. Um, an unpopular opinion. Wow, man. Um, he should better as better as KJ Muto than he was as the Great Muta. Boy. Ooh, ooh, I don't know if I. Ooh, that's that's hard, right there. Ouch. I don't know if I agree with that one. I mean, they're they're both great, but oh, I have to think about that one for a minute. <laughs> really? Just, you really? Like, you really I think, think that? Muda was fun. Like Muda, Muda was my gateway into Japanese wrestling. When I got to see him as Kijay Muto, he was just a dick, and it was kind of awesome to see. Who would and... you put Kijay Muto in the ring with then, currently? Yeah, just... put you on the spot. Put you on the spot there. <laughs> well, no, for I mean, well, I'll go the other way. Um, fucking him versus uh, Pentagon. Like, oh, two yeah. just. Spikes violent to the dick, head everywhere. <laughs> violent dick dudes. Like I'm, I'm, man, I'm, I'm there for that one. So yeah, yeah. 
pretty sure Kijimutu is a politician now, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, man, I don't know, man. I know he's just, he's, he's showed, like, to show the last. Is he officially power, retired, by the way? No. Um, I don't know if you got to see or, or watch the the Ring of Honor New Japan show. Um, Battle Royal? Yeah. Yeah, he I had came that out in the background of my Twitter page. That's my background. Okay, yeah. When he Liger. came out, yeah, when he came out, that just shows you his power. Dude got. Just a massive, massive, massive reaction. Um, Have him and so, Liger not, not thrown down that much? Because that was a huge pop they both got when they were having that face off. Man, see, I I'm, don't think again, I'm sure have. they did, but this, you know, some of that shit may have happened when I, you know, In was the 80s not or something in the early nineties, right? Yeah. When I, you know, I, you know, unfortunately wasn't cool with it with a bunch of tape traders. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know that one. Um, I, I know at least once they had a G1 match, um, but I, I don't recall, um, much other than that, at, at least singles wise, um. They've been tag team partners. They've been tag team opponents. I know for sure. Um, remember, um, remember Mudo and Shinjiro Otani taking on Liger, and just because you retired, it just stuck in my brain. But Nakanishi, um, I, I want to say, was at the it was at a Tokyo Dome show, which just makes it even funnier. Um, yeah, but. Um, it, like singles matches, I, I can only recall that 2001 G1 show. Um, I'll, have to, I'll have to track that down. Maybe it's on YouTube. Um, but yeah, but just yeah, Muda loved, loved the guy. Yeah, just again, like I, I know a lot of people like Liger was their gateway into Japanese wrestling. Muda was mine. Um, just because um, you know, you know, even he's when he one came of my in, Japanese heroes. I fucking love the Great Muda and Juice and Thunder Liger. So that's a dream match for me all over. If it didn't have it hasn't happened on the mainstream yet, <laughs> and and he stuck around WCW a lot longer than other guys did. But you can't you you gotta just give a nod to Ultimo Dragon for sure. Uh, damn it! Save that for later. He's on my list for you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't okay. spoilers. All right. Well, on that note, I think we'll go ahead and wrap it up here. Uh, if you made it this long, why? But I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you, us- HD, especially the past right. week by hearing me bitch the past couple of days. <laughs> Ask that you give us a follow on Twitter at 3MB Podcast. Give Adam a follow on Twitter at AdamHowell3MB. Follow us on Instagram at 3MB Pod. Again, I'm hoping to have this out shortly. So We're hitting the road next for, week. Sign up for IWTV Live. Watch the Black Label Pro Show today. It's going to be well worth your... That, that, you can just pay $99.99 for the show, and it's well worth it, even if you don't use the code unsanctioned to get a few days free. Watch the show, then go and watch AEW later tonight. Just have fun and, and ignore the WWE for as much as you can. And, and with that, as always, trust in Phil. <laughs>